I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw Babylon at Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor. Babylon was written and directed by Damien Chazelle, and it takes place in Hollywood during the silent film era. This is an epic, over-the-top tribute to Golden Age Hollywood hedonism that follows three characters as they navigate changing times in the movie industry. These characters are Manny, played by Diego Kelva, Nelly, played by Margot Robbie, and Jack, played by Brad Pitt. This movie follows our three characters as they adjust to the emergence of talkies, or motion pictures with sound. How will these two actors and one producer wannabe fare in this brave new world? Now, I have to say that I liked Babylon a heck of a lot more than I thought I would. This thing is three hours and eight minutes, and that goes beyond my usual tolerance for movie length. Plus, it's a celebration of Hollywood itself, and I'm kind of tired of movies that do that. I mentioned Damien Chazelle. He also did La La Land, another romantic look at Hollywood. And I'm just personally sort of burned out on films in which the movie industry pats its own back. But despite all this, I had a really good time with Babylon. This thing is entertaining as heck, and it did not feel at all like it's three-hour, eight-minute runtime. Sure, I have complaints about Babylon, but darned if this thing didn't keep me engaged the whole time. So, I mentioned our main characters, and most central of them is Manny, played by Diego Calva, as mentioned. At the start of the movie, Manny works for this Hollywood producer, just sort of running errands for him at his mansion. But one night at a party, he meets a young ingenue named Nellie Leroy, again played by Margot Robbie. And although she's never been in a movie, not with a single credit to her name, she's absolutely certain she's going to be a star. Also at this party is Brad Pitt's Jack Conrad, who is already well-established as one of the top leading men in Hollywood. We learn he's the studio's top grocer. It's not long before, through a stroke of luck, Nellie gets her first role in a film, mesmerizing everyone who sees her. And Manny kind of follows along, pursuing his dreams of being a producer and director, thanks to a new connection he's been able to forge with Jack. After that, we follow along with our characters as they engage in various Hollywood shenanigans, often in the form of wild parties, until the big technology known as talkies comes along. And I won't tell you how each of our main characters does in this new environment, but the film would be boring if at least one of them didn't fail, so there's that. Now, I mentioned the hedonism of this film, and yes, that's the key word to use when describing Babylon, either that or excess. This film opens with a 10 to 15 minute party scene that's just wildly over the top with cocaine use and all kinds of nudity on screen and more F-bombs than you can shake a stick at, and the film really doesn't lose that spirit throughout. There's also an extended sequence on the set of several movies. There's all these silent films being shot out in the desert at the same time. Like 20 different movies getting made and just absolute chaos happening on screen. People are getting injured. One guy dies. There's this German director screaming in everyone's faces. It's an amazing scene. And that was where I found Babylon worked best. As far as the performances, I especially liked Diego Calva as Manny Torres. He's the most capable character here. And I liked watching him climb up the Hollywood ladder. And speaking of climbing up the Hollywood ladder, Margot Robbie's Nellie Leroy is often Manny's motivation. In fact, the character's central flaw is that he's too into this Nellie person because, as we learn, she's a giant screw-up. For that reason, I wasn't necessarily feeling Margot Robbie's performance as much as I usually like her in films. She's doing kind of a Harley Quinn accent with this character, and the character is such a screw-up that I just got frustrated with her and I didn't want to deal with her anymore. Brad Pitt, as always, is fantastic. He's one cool customer in this movie. Movie, he practically comes across like his character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I had confidence in his sort of wise, calm, somewhat amused demeanor. 
Now, I did mention that even though I enjoyed Babylon, the film's not perfect, and that gets me to my complaints about it. First of all, some of the party scenes do go on a little too long, especially the opening party scene. I mean, this thing just drags on, and the graphic nature of its tomfoolery does get a little silly. I heard one person in my theater actually remark at one point, what the heck is this movie? I think that was somewhere after the elephant crapped on a bunch of guys, but before an actress urinating on an executive's face died of a drug overdose. But yeah, I get that anonymous theatergoer sediment. Some of this stuff in this movie is over the top, and even I doubt that silent film era Hollywood was this wild. I mean, this gets insane. Also, there's the whole Hollywood patting itself on the back element. The movie ends with a montage of classic Hollywood clips, as if Babylon is telling us, Oh, look at us movie industry. We transport people to a different world. Look at all the magical creations we've had over the years. Don't you love us? And Brad Pitt's character essentially says the same thing to another character not long before that montage. So by the time the ending montage came along, I kind of rolled my eyes. I mean, look, yes, I love movies, but I don't need movie makeup telling me how great they are. Yes, I do agree that movies are important, and yes, I do agree that they transport people to amazing worlds, but I don't need a movie telling me that they do that. Don't come out and say it, Hollywood. I already know. It is annoying when they pat themselves on the back like that, and yes, that is part of what Babylon is doing. So complaints that this movie is self-indulgent do have some merit. Now the subject matter here, that is the Hollywood that existed before it became more organized, and the old guard was replaced with the new due to the emergence of talkies, isn't a completely original concept. I've seen movies that dealt with this before, but I did like the idea of a film that explores actors whose careers fell apart because they just couldn't quite cut it in the brave new world of talkies. I believe that's something that happened to Charlie Chaplin, and the movie Chaplin does go into that, but I was intrigued seeing it happen to some of the characters here in Babylon. For example, there's one character whose film career falls apart in the new era of talkies, not necessarily because he has a bad voice or because he's a bad actor or because he's stupid or anything. It's just that for whatever reason, the audiences just don't like him as much when they hear his voice. And that is interesting. I mean, how many great actors were there back then who people just stopped liking once the new era of films started? I would like to learn a little bit more about that. And yes, Babylon did make me want to check out some silent era films. I haven't seen a whole lot of them. So, in summary, this is a movie that goes a little over the top. It's a bit self-indulgent, and it does offer a bit too much, but man, the good moments are really good. I'm not going to forget Babylon anytime soon, and hey, considering how badly this movie is bombed, I suggest that if you're interested, go check it out in the theater this weekend before it's pulled. On the whole, I liked Babylon. I give it a 4 out of 5 for this edition of Flick Pick.